For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ Salzman. You're in the room with Brady Hicks. Wrestling Network right here live on VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here, and I'm excited. It's, a, it's been a groundbreaking couple days in professional wrestling history, and I'm excited to talk with you all tonight. 914-338-1885. I see a couple of the callers are already lined up. I'm excited to talk to you guys. In addition to myself, we also have the one and only lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Well, much, Brady. How's it going there, buddy boy? Ah, things are things are going well. Yeah, things are going well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the family's growing. Uh, more on that in a moment. Uh, also joining us, the one and only <laughs> maestro of professional wrestling. You'll hear about it. Just give me a second. Uh, the one and only maestro. What, what's going on, Stro? Hey guys, great to be here with you all. Uh, like you said earlier. Talking about groundbreaking, these this last week, oh my god, the world's like oh, turned man. upside down. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd see any of this stuff. And like I said, I, we definitely are going to jump in with that stuff tonight. I've just been absolutely crazy with uh, Vince McMahon stepping away and uh, WWE with all the changes internally, and uh, still have time to pump out a show like any other show that they've ever pumped out. Uh, so, but I'm sure it's going to change with time. I would imagine we'll, we'll slowly start to see a lot of changes there. But I talked about the family growing, Kathy. Uh, not only are we almost exactly two day, two months from the date of my wedding, mm-hmm. but Derek McDonald is now a two-time father as of today. Oh, congratulations! Oh, wow! Awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. So we won't be hearing from him for a little while, I suspect. But uh, I'm very happy for him. I am. I know it was a boy, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. He's going to have enough for a faction soon. There's three of them now. Three <laughs> boys. <laughs> yeah, well, well, including him. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Uh yeah, so Vince McMahon uh, retired this week. Um and retired was an interesting choice of words. It wasn't you know, he stepped down, it wasn't he walked away at retire. Uh, because I, I, I can't help but think what what Terry Funk used to say about retirement, Stro. Mhm. It's my last match. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last match. Yeah, uh, I I got a feeling at some point he'll be back, uh, unless they sell the company, which like they've been talking about for like two years. Like you know, people there's casual observers, not like people in the company. I I still don't necessarily see it happening. I I think they've been preparing for this day for a long time. They just thought it would happen when Vince died. Uh, but but you they, know, Stephanie, should, yeah. yeah. They should have a documentary coming out soon called The Rise of Nick Khan. Just, wow. <laughs> maybe he'll get his own Netflix week. feature. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe he'll get his own Netflix feature now that the other one was canceled, um, which is a shame, by the way. I, I think uh, I, I know it's a little bit Me Too movement and a little bit uh, just just legitimate, just shady, just crap that... He has a reputation for, but you hate to see that legacy just kind of go away. I don't think fans of WWE are ever going to, like, really erase Vince McMahon. But from my perspective, it's historic because this is the first time since, what, like 1981 was it, I think it was, or 82, when he took over? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about. It's crazy to think about. Uh, Vince McMahon, yeah. yeah, it's over, it's over, and, and like I said, they've been preparing for this for a while. They're very smart, I think, to put to put Hunter in charge of like the talent relations and the creative and that kind of stuff. I I think he'll be really good at that for a while. You know, he's just just around fifty now, so he should be able to put in quite a few good years um, doing it. And and it's what he was always kind of like. I always kind of thought he had a good mind for the business, so it'll it'll be interesting. He's a student, you know. He's a student of the game, literally the game. So yeah, I, I think it's a good move. I think Stephanie will do well in like the figurehead position, and you've got Nick Khan running business, who apparently is a a very good businessman. Although I I suspect it's just going to mean more of the same from what it's been the last like you know two or three years since he's been there. I'm sure it'll be a lot of releases and a lot of bottom line stuff, you know, but hey, I mean, yeah. it's weird. It's surreal. It's surreal. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like any other family. <laughs> um, may, Nick Khan and Tony Khan are like night and day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Are. And their approach. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, I have expected, like, Raw to start out with, like, you know, here comes the money, and then, like, Shane McMahon comes out or whatever, you know, and it's like, I, 
you know, this is my company now, blah, 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 running his mouth. And then, like, you have, like, the WrestleMania music hit, and Linda comes out and says, well, you know what? Like, technically, I'm still married to Vince, and that means that I own 51% of the company. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still expecting the McMahons everywhere, <laughs> you know? Some because people, that's what the last 30 years have taught me. <laughs> some people are thinking Vince is not really retiring. He's, this is all a big uh, part of the master plan, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe it is a master plan. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be shocked to hear that he's not coming yeah. to the shows anymore, but he's still helping out. I would not be shocked if, if that came out at some point, that he's still involved in the creative process. Maybe Nick Khan will take off his back to be this and say, it was me, Austin. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, wrestling was his life. Like, he didn't even sleep. So how do you just, like, just one day on a random Friday afternoon, you just say, you know what, guys, I, I retire, I'm done. It's been a great time. I don't know how you... And what's he going to do after that? You know? Like, his father was at least sick and had to take care of his own health. I just don't see. I just, you know, I, I, I think he's, he's not the type, I think, that would just sit in a rocking chair and just hang out the rest of his years. You know, he's not the quiet grandpa. No. Just my opinion. Maybe he'll travel the world and start his own, like, uh, series, like Jacques Cousteau or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, look, I yeah. I don't know. I'm in France. <laughs> I'm in Paris, France. <laughs> <laughs> they bring out like a plate of French fries, and he smacks them away like, I don't want that. <laughs> you know. Yes. yes. Get that out of my damn face. I um. Oh. Did you catch I'm that letter that he wrote to WWE talent? Like he he. <laughs> I. I don't know if I saw Did it. You read it. I have to read it to you. It's amazing. Vince McMahon letter to talent. It was like a rib. It was like a rib. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Go for it. <laughs> Did you hear this letter, Stro? It's amazing. He manages to belittle everybody. He man. It's 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 okay. To all WWE superstars, as I approach 77 years old, OMG, am I really that old? I feel that it's time for me to retire. <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed sharing my passion, wisdom, and love of the business. This is like a wrestling promo. Wisdom and love of the business with you. No longer will you see the smiling, docile, level-headed, calm presence at Gorilla each week. Your dedication to WWE will ensure that our company will continue to grow and prosper. Our organization is nothing without you. You are WWE's only natural resource chosen to perform in front of a global audience. You are all WWE global ambassadors. Carry the WWE flag wherever you go. Wave it high and proud and bust your ass to be all you can be as a person and as a performer. Here's where it gets good, Cavi. 
One other thing. I won't be with you, but I'll be watching. Remember to keep your hands up, grab a hold, and sell. By the way, SmackDown airs live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central on Fox. Vince. Oh, God. He, he literally ended his letter... Like, <laughs> he literally ended his, ta- his letter to talent with a plug for the show that they're going to be on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like Randolph and Mortimer from Trading Places when they're explaining to Eddie Murphy yeah, about Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder will you see the smiling, docile, level-headed, calm presence at Gorilla each week. I already heard how the announcers are, like, so thrilled not to have him in their ear. Like you were putting a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, <sighs> 914-338-1885. So, yeah, so that's that's where we are tonight. That's obviously the big story. Uh, there was the rumor that Brock walked out. He's he's gone. Then I'm gone. Blah blah blah. I'm sure it was overhyped, just to surprise people at the end of SmackDown. But still, pretty funny. Um, yeah. Oh, it, if if the money's still there, Brock's still there around. Yeah, yeah. He ain't invested creatively, creatively, because like if he if if he has an issue, yeah, he'll walk out short term and come back when the angle's right and the money's right. Mhm. Yeah, he don't care. He don't care who the who the uh, who the guy sitting in the office with the office. And it's interesting too because like I've heard so many reports from people in the company about how like Vince just wasn't approachable like he used to be like you used to be able to just like you would wait in line and you get time in his office and now it's like you have to make an appointment and go through 18 different gatekeepers just to get to him it's it's weird it's surreal Boy, unless very you're strange unless you're <laughs> his side yeah. thing getting money yeah 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 I was going to say, uh, maybe it's too soon, but I'm sure there were a couple, like, you know, women that don't have to go through 18 gatekeepers to get into Vince's office. I imagine that he would let some of them through. If you're his side thing. Yeah, exactly. Or side Uh, thing. Exactly. Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Can't believe he would do that. Uh, (laughs) 9143 is such a shock, you know? Next year, next you're going to hear that he used to get drunk and, like, go out to the strip club and take other wrestlers' finishes. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep, remember yeah. that story. <clears throat> Pretty crazy. I mean, you remember Pretty the Brett story on that at the Hall of Fame? We talked yep. about that? <laughs> I forget what it was. Yeah, it was when Road Warriors gave him the Doomsday device. And then, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Brett and Anvil gave him their finish after they Right. Because <laughs> yeah. Neinhardt's standing there, like, rubbing his beard, like, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 I, will, dun. I will say, like, even with Vince gone, um, I, I feel like WWE couldn't have made a better decision what they did on... 
I'm glad to see Triple H kind of back in power because I think he'll do fine with the wrestling stuff. I think he'll actually do better than Vince in a lot of ways because I think he's open-minded to things that Vince wouldn't have been necessarily. And, mm-hmm. and I think Stephanie, like, she's got that Vince McMahon hustle, that 24-7 constantly go get them without being a dick, you know? Yeah. And I think that can be really good. I think that can be really good. Um, I, I, I Over on the AEW side, I don't know if you saw, but Tony Khan uh, had a uh, – he, he, he thanked Vince for the competition, and he thanked Vince for making him the longest-running pro- major promoter in North America. I, I found that interesting. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Way to put your hmm. Way to put yourself over there. Uh, <laughs> you know. Hmm. I wonder. So I anyway, wonder if he would try yeah. to. Hug, I wonder if he would try to hug Vince like he does. You know, he, he's a big hugger. You know, Tony Khan. Oh, probably. I would imagine he would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and not like that awkward like Vince McMahon Eric Bischoff hug, where it was purely for show. Like you could tell mm-hmm. they just didn't even want to be near each other. No, and Vince would probably give Tony the China hug like she did uh, Terry Runnels, where he's like, she would shake her around. Like <laughs> right, yeah. Doll. That's what I was going to say. He would go to embrace him, and then he would bear hug him. And Tony Khan would pass out because he's 100 and nothing. Vince is like, hug, hug me like a man. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> hug me like a man, damn it. <laughs> it's so weird it's so weird cause like Vince McMahon was in charge of WWE we figured it out then about I'm gonna say about 40 years right give or take it was around that length of time that Vince McMahon owned the company and, and did everything he could um, the first 20 years he was more just like that quiet owner that didn't put himself on camera except to, like, be his own announcer so he could get his own stuff over. But the last 24 years, from the attitude, from 97, from the Attitude Era until today, man, he was a, he was a wild ride, and he was a trip. And uh, there was no shyness whatsoever about putting himself on his own TV program. Uh-huh. Now that's long-term storytelling. <laughs> right. I remember. I remember the old story. That um. I remember the old story. That um. Vince McMahon's father told him. Vince Senior told him. That uh, he should never. That Vince should never be the one on the covers of the magazine. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that his stars should be the ones on the covers. Well, I, I think it's safe to say that Vince blew that out of the water. <laughs> there were times when he was, like, the biggest star in the company. So, anyway, it's interesting, and, and we should definitely talk about and, it. And, and, I guess and, he was bigger than the, and he was bigger than most stars in the company. I mean, he's a pretty big guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Like, just the stories about, like, him lifting weights and, like, you know, he makes fun of people because, like, they get hurt lifting weights or whatever. Because <laughs> like, he's always pushing it, you know, and he never sleeps. And he gets mad if you sneeze. Like, what the hell is that? He gets mad if you sneeze. Did you hear the Jericho story about Vince? Where, uh... I forget. Uh, and Vince invited him to work out with him because Vince works out at night, right? And uh, yeah. Jericho was like... He, he respectfully declined, and he would still need to see him in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then the story was, I, 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 apparently, when Chris woke up that morning, he got a text from Vince, and it was a picture of him flexing in the gym and with, with the P word. Oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> <laughs> To, uh, let's go to the phones, and we're going to bring on Malcolm, who I'm sure will be able to give us some historical perspective with this landmark announcement. Well, what's going on, Malcolm? How you doing, brother? Hey, uh, Brady, can I play part of the song for Vince? Because I remember this, uh, the Slammy Awards in 87. I love this song that he sang about Andre the Giant. <laughs> Stand back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the one. I, I don't know how I mean, it's going to play I, through the speaker. You can try it, but I don't know if it's going to come through. Well, I remember it. Um, I'll try it, but see if you can hear it. Because Vince, I mean, I want Vince to hear this. I never met him in person, but the thing I liked about him as a commentator, I remember I was at Fort Bliss, and I had uh, cable in the barracks. And Vince, um, he um, did uh, uh Championship wrestling with Pat Patterson as the commentator, and sure. guys like Jimmy Snuka, you know Bob Backlund, and I was just getting into wrestling. Um, I took a break from it after like '74. My dad had me watching football and sports, but Vince, you know, I didn't see him until I got back in '85, and they were doing Saturday night's main event, and him mm-hmm. doing it with Jesse the Body Ventura. And then Bobby the Brain Heenan at times when Jesse wasn't around, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Vince was a really good commentator, you know, and I really enjoyed his commentating. Uh, and not about knowing the, the move. Wrestler. Yeah, I know he's going to be a wrestler more, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's probably what he loves more, but he had a lot of talent. And one of the things he could do, he could sing. Listen to this. The <laughs> <laughs> long intro. That's him right there, right? Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels was dancing to this song. Oh my god, it was great. I have an action figure 
of you I got in, um, where was it, in La Pre um, Pomona, California. Me and I was going to see David Arquette wrestle in this um, American Legion Hall. Day after I was okay. in this hotel, and I went over to Walmart, and there was an action figure of Vince McMahon wearing his suit, his WWF suit, like he was on Saturday Night's Mint main event when him and Jesse were first, you know, introducing themselves and, and talk about the matches tonight on Saturday night's main event. You know, Vince, um, he did a lot of creative stuff. I've never met you, but if I get a chance, I'd like, I'd at least like a picture with you because you're a special person. You did a lot of great things with Roddy <laughs> Piper, Hulk Hogan. In 85, he created to me the greatest rivalry as a wrestling fan, I'll never forget Hulk Hogan and Piper. It's just, it just stands out to me. And while I'm on that subject, uh, Brady, getting away from Vince, congratulations on your retirement, everything. Vince, you deserve it. Like I said, I hope I get to meet you someday. But I want to talk about some guy on YouTube. Uh, he runs a, a space called WrestlePod, and he says, five hours explaining why Hogan sucks, why I hate Hulk Hogan. Well, whoever did you didn't listen to the whole thing, did you? you? I'm going to tell you something wow. about this trip. Hulk Hogan created more stuff in wrestling than anybody. He is responsible for more changes in wrestling. This guy's probably just jealous because he doesn't have Hogan's money. He doesn't have a Hogan's lifestyle. You know, well, you know, jealousy to me is the most immature trait in a human being. And what Hulk Hogan did for me as a wrestling fan, it's never going to leave me. He made wrestling uh -huh. fun for me in the 1980s. He created, he could, first, he was responsible for WrestleMania, Piper and him. And then later on, in, 80, in 85, I was over in Korea. Saturday night's main event came out in May of 85. I was in Europe. Uh -huh. I was over in Korea. And then later on, in the fall, Hulk Hogan created his own cartoon show, Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling. Now, it may, may have not you know, been the greatest You know who cartoon. played him? You know who played him? No, I don't. Hulk and Hogan on the cartoon? Sorry, I don't, Brady. <laughs> I don't, Brady. It, it, you, know, <laughs> you don't know who played Hulk Hogan in the cartoon? No, but Louis Arquette, David Arquette's dad, played Jim, the voice of Jimmy Superfly Snooker. He told me that. Okay. Brad Garrett played Hulk Hogan. He was Brad Garrett. Brad he's Garrett? just known as a yeah. He's the brother of yeah, Raymond on Everybody Loves Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> that was Hulk yeah, Hogan. I love him on that show. Oh my God, he loves Raymond. Yeah. 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 He, he does you those. Know, he does those Jimmy John commercials now. That's he like my family. Yeah. Like the mom Hulk would Hogan. walk in and then they'd all start arguing and yelling and that was like every episode. Hulk <laughs> <laughs> Hogan. Go ahead, Malcolm. You know, is creative. You know, he's in 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 me. You know, he's done everything. I remember in '91, we had um, Desert Storm breakout and Sergeant Slaughter was acting like uh, a sergeant for uh, the Iraqi War for. Who's Saddam Hussein, right? And I was in the National mm -hmm. Guard at the time. Hulk you know what I used to call him? I used to call him Saddam Insane. 
Yeah, but he used to say, he used to say the 24-inch pythons, he changed it to 24-inch patriots. You know, for all the American troops, he wanted, he wanted to visit all, he wanted to go to Iraq, and they wouldn't let him go because he was so popular. But he went, he went and did the next best thing. He visited every American base that he could here in America. You know, he's a busy guy. You know, he, he had his wrestling career. He was always, and he wasn't no Gene Kelly or Fred Astaire. He wasn't that type of actor, Clark Gable. But he did great movies, too. He did funny movies. He did action movies like Shadow Warriors with uh, um, the guy that played uh, Apollo Creed. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, oh, oh, Ivan Greco. Carl Weathers. Thank Carl you. Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers and Shannon Tweed, the wife of Ozzy, um of uh, Gene Simmons at Kiss, you know, and and some other people. Robert Bond. I remember Robert Bond. I remember met Robert Bond. He was Napoleon Solo on The Man from Uncle. They did an excerpt on Nitro when he was getting ready to promote this movie. And uh, I think it was in someone sometime in '97 on TNT, and uh, and they they show Robert Bond. He's in like a, a, a relaxing chair, and he goes open channel NWL instead of open channel D like on the man from Uncle. I thought that was so cool, you know, because it was creative, you know, and Hulk, you know, Hulk, he's just, you know, he, he always, you know, they put all this stuff on YouTube about, you, you know, this and that. Runs wild on you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he met this six-year-old man and he, and he made a big fuss about this little six-year-old guy. I mean, you know, people are asking, like, I should be jealous of it. I'm not jealous of it. Everybody brings to the table to Hulk Hogan as a fan what they bring to the table, you know. And I'm, I'm going through Hulk Hogan withdrawal. I just told Ron Howard today, I call him Ron Mania. I said, when is Hogan going to make an appearance here in Orlando? I missed him on June 22nd because of my back problem. But my back is 100%. I'm going to keep it that way. And when he's here, man, I am going to put on a show. If he wants me, whatever he wants me to do, the champ wants me to do, I'm doing it for him. Because he has been an inspiration, a role model, the drive for me as a soldier, not all the, you know, not all through my career, but when I got back from Korea, you know, when I first left for Korea, he was a drive. When I saw his picture on the cover of Sports Illustrated in April of 84 in the library up there at Camp Stanton, that got me stoked, you know, and and somebody was sending videos over there, and I had a VCR, and I was playing them for, there were about 40 guys in the barracks on the weekends. We were watching highlights of wrestling in there, because um, mm-hmm. there were a lot of wrestling fans in the barracks, you know. But I'm telling you, I just think it's low class that somebody can find, instead of finding something good in somebody, they got to tear them down. And, and something else, Brady, you remember that hotel I stayed in in uh, in uh, 2012 when I won the trip to WrestleMania 28 here? And uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm staying in another. I'm staying in another one. I'm in a Wood Spring Suites hotel. I'll give you the address: 10401. <laughs> now I have nothing, no problems with the staff, and I met a very nice lady doing my laundry today downstairs on the first floor. Her name is Courtney. Very nice lady. And uh, if Courtney's listening, 
I want her to get accolades because she wants to act like a human being. She wants to act her, mm-hmm. act her age instead of shoe size. You know, very friendly, very nice. Told me that she had a father that was in the military in the Marines. He was 70, uh, and it was 70 when he retired. You know, so I figure he might have been in Vietnam. I'm not sure. You know, the big wars. But you know, you gotta you gotta show people that you respect them. You know, and you gotta show them that you know you you don't want to be you just, you don't want just to be about just you. You want to hear you know, Brady. Right. There's other people in this world, and they're not famous, and they have stories, and they have very interesting stories. And I like to listen to their stories more than I like. I don't like talking about myself. I like hearing, like Richard Anderson. You don't like talking about yourself. (laughs) No, I'm just saying I want to give accolades to other people because other people deserve it. You know, some people, they don't get famous. You know, you can say say something about Courtney, you know, or somebody else, you know, and tell them. Yeah. You know, they're doing a good job. They're doing their job. I always end, when I talk to Navy Federal, I'm talking to a representative, I tell them, I hope you have a good rest of your shift. I hope your shift is almost over. And I hope you have a good rest of the day, a good rest of the week, good weekend coming up. If you and your family are religious, God bless you and your family. And um, uh, have a good, you and your family have a good what's left of this ha-ha year. And then uh, also I tell them, if you or anybody in your family served in the military like me, one vet to another, especially if they served in Vietnam, Korea, or World War II, thank you for their service, one vet, you know, for me. Because I'm a vet, and I respect other vets, you know. And I've got to say that. I got you. This room, Brady, get back to this room. There's a guy above me, mm-hmm. and he pounds on the floor. I think there's a wrestling match upstairs, or he's got a racehorse up there. There's there's another person to the side of me, uh, and 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 there's and 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 they're making noise, right? And 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 uh, you know I they they've got bugs coming in here. I've got cockroaches. I found a cockroach as big as <laughs> as one of those you know those rings on the cartoons, you know the big rocks. That sucker was so big, you know. And I just how uh, big you know, was I it? If you were well, I told him it was you or me, and I stepped on him. And then I flushed him down the toilet. I said, it's you or me. I said, my drill sergeant said, in basic training, it's the enemy. Kill the enemy. These, these cockroaches well, if, are the if enemy. If he came back and flushed you, stay. you'd appreciate that because it was you or him. No, nah, you know, if he had, if he had to take on these 8-inch pythons, brother, I would body slam him into the toilet. <laughs> I knock him all the way to the other side, brother. <laughs> no, Brady, getting back to the room, this room is the first day I got here on the 11th of July, about two weeks and a day ago, on a Monday, and I checked in. The door wouldn't lock. I didn't stay in the room till the next day at 1130 until the maintenance guy came up here. And fix the door so it could lock because I didn't want to leave my stuff in the church. So, hey, Bruce, I think I found a room that actually tossed the room back. <laughs> is that housekeeping? Housekeeping. 
I am. I'm everywhere. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Brady. I want to give accolades to one, one also good person on YouTube. This guy runs a site, and his um, it's it's not his real name, but it's his site name for you know for all his videos. It's called Fred Flick. Oh yeah. Fred Flicks has the coolest videos. He's got a promo where Adam West is Batman, and he's doing, he's talking about people saving war bonds while soldiers are over in Vietnam for the president, and they're going to get, you know, they're going to get a, you know, uh, some kind of accommodation for doing that, you know. And then he's got one that just makes me laugh. He's got Arnold Zippel, the pig, on Green Acres, and he's talking to Sam Drucker in the general store, and it's um, and he's trying to order for Fred Zippel, his you know the 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 person uh, Fred and Doris Zippel own Arnold, right? And he's talking like Porky Pig, well, he's, and he's even ordering pig biscuits. And Mr. Douglas says. What are pig biscuits? And Mr. Drucker goes, they're really dog biscuits, but he don't know any better, right? But there's all kinds of cool stuff like that on there. And i got to give a silver star right now to Fred Flicks for running one of the funniest, creative, innovative sites on YouTube. And, Fred, I hope you're listening, and I hope you appreciate what I'm saying right now because I feel that way. If somebody's doing something special, you should recognize it, Brady. Just like you, you're running the show, and when when you're running the show, you are yeah. the Hulk Hogan of this show. You know how to run. Oh, thanks, brother. You know how to do it. Papa Stroh's your commentator. To me, you guys are like Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. You know, you're you're Johnny Carson and and, and Papa Stroh is Ed McMahon, and Kathy, <laughs> you're. Um, you're the tea time lady, Teresa Gantel or, or Carol Carol Wayne. I, I just want no, it's not it's put down. It's, it's she, she was a beautiful lady and, and oh. that's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> but Brady also to call Valley Cook. My brother told me that it's in September. I want Carl Lauer and Morgan Jolly and all the guys, all the Glove Girls, I'd love to go. But there's one thing to prevent me. One, I haven't had a whole coding yet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Brady, the goblins in the house? We, the goblins? Mike wants you to bring back, Mike you to bring back the, the crow like a hee-haw. <laughs> the crow? I love the crow. <laughs> yeah, you want the crow back. And we're not talking about Sting or Brandon Lee. No, um, Brady, I just, you know, I just want you to know I like your show, you know, and the reason, you know, I want the people at Call for Alley Club to know I love going to their event. The Honky Tonk Man's going to be here. The Rock and Roll Express are going to be there. Kevin Sullivan's getting an award. The Rock and Roll Express are getting the Tag Team Award. Guys, I'd love to go, but there's two things preventing me. One, like I said, I haven't met Hulk Hogan yet, and I'm waiting to meet him. Number two is the Raiders play in September. If it was in April, I'd go in a heartbeat. But it's too bad yeah. for me. I love my Oakland Raiders. And I'm still hoping that something will happen where they'll go back. If they ever go back to Raiders, I'm the first one. 
<laughs> and something else. You said that Vince, uh, that wrestling was Vince's life. There's another guy, and football was his life, and that's Al Davis, the owner of the Raiders. I never met him, but I've talked to a lot of people, a lot of players that know him. They were all hoping I'd get to meet him. I never got to meet him. I didn't get to meet John Madden. <laughs> Probably the greatest Oakland Raiders coach ever. I didn't get to meet Al Davis. <laughs> what are we doing? We doing pizza? Piggy, piggy, fudge. I'm just saying. I want to ask you something. You went Fort Lauderdale. You said you you were here. Why didn't you contact me? I wanted to hang out with you. I, was, I hung out with Skrill. I want to hang out with you. You know? So. You were up in Orlando, weren't you? Yeah, but I could come down. I could get a Greyhound and come down. When I was in Orlando, you. when I was in Orlando, I couldn't get you. You couldn't get me? No, I tried reaching out. I well, sent you like an email and I asked Mike to reach out to you. Well, I'll tell you what. If, Hulk Hogan, if you're down here when Hulk Hogan's here at his beach shop in, in October... Uh, okay. Let, let's uh, let's share dinner together. No, it's you can. Bring I, you know what, Brett Malcolm? Going. I would love to. I'll let you know the next time I'm down in Florida. I go down probably once or twice a year for work, so I, I definitely will be down there again. So I'll let you know. Well, I was in Brady. I was in uh, I was in Mayberry, North Carolina. Oh, Papa Strow, I want you to tell everybody. Uh, everybody said that when I moved to South Carolina that I would bug you. I ne- tell everybody I never bugged you except at the the uh, Charleston uh, Wrestling Awards at the Holy City Brewery on May fifteenth last year. No, on a Saturday. You never, you never bugged me at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, people on the radio say, oh, he's going to bug Papa Stroh. I didn't bug him. You know why I didn't bug you, Papa Stroh? Because I have too much respect for you. Not as a wrestler, but as a human being. You're a hell of a human being. You're more, you know, you're a great wrestler, but to me, you're more of a nicer human being than you are a wrestler. And I want you to know that. But Brady, I left oh, Charleston last year, or earlier this year in February, yeah. because. I wanted to be near the champ, Hulk Hogan. I missed him last year, July 17th, on a Saturday. I didn't have a – I couldn't get on a plane. I didn't even have a picture ID. My driver's license expired. And I said to myself, when I missed him June 22nd, you know, that day, and they were here in Orlando. I missed Jerry the King Lawler. I missed Carlita. I missed Chris Masters, the masterpiece. And I missed Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. You know, and I love Big Papa Punk, man. He's, he, he is one of the coolest wrestlers. Him and his brother, Rick. I love the Steiner brothers. I always will. But, you know, the Steiner brothers, they're still around. So wrestlers are still alive. To me, my favorite wrestler is Hulk Hogan. They're still alive. And my favorite tag uh-huh. team is the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott. I'm going to say that right now. That's great, brother. You know? That's great, yeah. brother. But... I want to stay here, and I want everybody to know, I didn't move to Orlando for Mickey Mouse. I didn't move here for E.T. <laughs> I didn't move here because I was for Harry Potter. I didn't move here for SeaWorld. I wanted to be near the greatest World Wrestling Federation champion ever, the Hulkster Hulk Hogan, baby, brother. Malcolm, before I let you go, 
Before I let you go, Malcolm, I gotta have the Vince McMahon memory that you'll always cherish. Oh God, there's so many. Vince was such a cool guy. I mean, if it's if I got one. Oh God, I gotta think here. I gotta think for a second here, because Vince. I think it's this one. There was a Saturday Night's Main Event, March uh, in uh, 1987, just for WrestleMania three, and there was a okay. there was a battle royal that night, and Jesse and Vince were dressed up, and and Vince made a comment to Jesse about he looked kind of silly or something. I forget exactly what he said, but Jesse Jesse Ventura came back and he goes, "Well, you're real funny, Vince." Uh, for someone that looks like Burgess Meredith to play the Penguin on Batman, I mean, I love that. Come Jesse, I love that. You know? And another cool. one, well, another one, real quick, is um, I like when Jesse goes, "Well, McMahon, the only athletic thing you could do is tie your shoelaces on <laughs> Let's two together. Or just classic. I'm serious. And then, oh, another thing, Vince. Um, the TNT show. Oh, he had so many funny moments. But when he had Roddy Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton on there one time as guest, oh, that was just, oh, that was, and Lord Alfred Hayes and him, they ran a great show. Another one, real quick, is when uh, Hulk Hogan <laughs> introduced his Python powder in, in the uh, blender, you know, and he had uh, okay. Alfred and Vicious Vince on there. And he wanted him to sample it, and Alfred drank it like he like he just he had to go to the bathroom right away. <laughs> it's funny, and Vince was laughing, and Hogan was laughing. So yeah, those yeah. would be my memories. Absolutely. Very good, very good. Malcolm, I love you, brother, and uh, we'll talk real soon. But it's great as always to hear from you, man. All right. Always care, the same. Thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, Malcolm. Uh, it's always a pleasure, though. It always is. Uh, 914-338-1885. Yeah. How about that, guys? Pretty good stuff, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, let's say we, uh, we'll, we'll take the commercial break. We'll get it out of the way early. We still have a couple more callers to get on the line. We'll get to you guys on the other side of the break. And uh, we'll talk some Vince McMahon memories before we get out of here tonight. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is... 
the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get, get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. We're still after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Well, yes, but the whole thing is also the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, right here live on VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here. I've got with me Kathy and Stro, and of course you guys as well. 914-338-1885 is how you join in on the fun. We're talking some Vince McMahon tonight and uh, taking your calls and just talking... Just great Vince memories from over the years, you know, and, and there certainly is a lot out there for sure. So we're excited to talk to you. But before we jump kind of back in and get to the next caller, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Stro, you there? That's weird. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there you are. Okay. Sorry. I thought it was right. me. Uh, All right. I, I, I was uh, <laughs> taking Vince's advice and grabbing a hold and sell. But, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but this Thursday night, WCW Retro Returns, 19 Beats and Standard Time, we'll be talking about the career of the late ravishing Rick Rude. So we got a cool Rick Rude story. So I'd like to share a call in. be a lot of fun. Friday night, uh, the Stroh Zone at uh, midnight Eastern Standard Time at facebook.com slash Stroh the Maestro. The feature for this Friday night will be The Ghoul from back in the day. So please tune in that. Yeah. Yeah. I used the to know ghoul. a ghoul in my neighborhood. Oh, really? He just chased just chase after everybody while riding our bikes. Hey, guys! No. <laughs> this is the game. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Yeah. laughs> uh, this, this weekend is going to be pretty busy, too, for me. Like, Saturday. Oh, yeah? Uh, Thursday okay. I'm going to be at the uh, North Carolina Film Festival at the um, Newburn Civic Theater in Newburn, North Carolina, during the day. And then that night I'm going to be wrestling, making my return for WCEW World Class Extreme Wrestling this Saturday night at the uh, Armory in Rockingham, North Carolina. For more information, go to World Class Extreme Wrestling on Facebook. And then this Sunday, I'm back on set for an upcoming spy series film. So, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to hear about that. That's cool. Yeah, busy, busy. That's cool. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you take your WCW retro callers on Thursday, you, you have to call them... Uh, uh, what, what would Rick Rude have said? He would have called them like... Uh, <laughs> Retro sweat rats or something. He would have come up with something, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, man. Uh, hey, Kathy, you were at a show this uh, this weekend as well. Well, you were at the convention part of it anyway, since it, it you know, I, I always thought I was going to love global warming, Kathy, but if this is any indication, <laughs> I, I, I'd be all right if we slowed it down a little, like, 
I'm not ready for 150 degrees quite yet, apparently. It was horrible. It really <laughs> was horrible. But the show at Hamburg, pretty good? Yeah. Oh, well, the convention was good. And, um, there was, um, you know, I got to, you know, Curtis Hughes was there. I haven't seen Curtis in a while. Um, Deborah okay. Michael. Um, nice. And um, I'm trying to think, Booker and Sean Mel were there, so that's a, that's always a plus for me to see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you, yeah. And was And you said Shane was there. there. Shane Douglas and. Yeah, Shane Douglas, um, Ronnie Garvin, Tommy Rich, Tatanka. Okay. Ken Kennedy, uh, Sergeant Slaughter was there. <clears throat> uh, Demolition, Paul Roma, Mario Mancini. Wow. And Hawkins Kid was there too, you said. Yeah. And don't even ask me his name because I can't pronounce it. But anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice young man. Um, I sent Haku a message and told him that he was there, and he went, which kid? I said, you're youngest. He said, no, tell him you know me. Tell him I said hi. <clears throat> so I walked in, yeah. and I said, oh, your dad told me to tell you. You said hi, and he just looked at me and went, my dad? I said, yeah. He went, I go, Haku. And he went, my dad. I said. He's a guy I knew who my dad is. And I go, yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah. so I showed him the, um, text message back and forth and he went oh my god oh okay so we were chatting and then on the way home yeah. Haku called me and uh let me tell you it's, it's always a surprise when I get a phone call from like you know Haku saying hey Kathy you Haku how are you and <laughs> like uh good how are you you know very quiet um, fellow <laughs> yes very nice man um mm-hmm it was good to see everybody, you know, the headbangers were there. Um, I think who else? The headbangers. Samu, Lance, um, Sabu. Um, you know, Booker and Charmel. Like, Charmel and I figured out, it's been almost 10 years since I've seen her in person. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, we added about the kids and everything that was going on. And my friends were there and she met them and they were like, oh, my God, she is so nice. I said, yeah, she is. You know, she's a sweetheart. Um, Oh, she's awesome, yeah. Yeah. And Booker and I were joking around, you know, he's like, oh, my God, it's about time you came over. I was like, dude, I'm sitting down there relaxing. Leave me alone. Um. But, you know, seeing Shane Douglas, you know, we always catch up on what's going on and his boys and everything. And um, same thing with Glenn and Chaz, the headbangers. I mean, I grew up with Glenn. I've known Glenn for years. Right, and, right. Um, you know, we caught up and everything. But, um, Stroh, I wanted to tell you, <clears throat> they just finished filming a horror movie over here by M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in um, 
Mefford. Okay. And it was it's called Knock 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 at the Cabin. <laughs> oh, nice title. Uh, yeah, they filmed part of it at the uh, Evergreen Dairy Place on seven Route seventy. Keep knocking, I dare you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is in Medford? Cabin. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> this is in Medford, you said. Yeah. I used to work in and Medford. The, yeah, and there are some did. scary people there. And the other part was filmed over on, over by in Shemong. It's called, the road's called Butterworth Bob. And Okay. It is nothing but a dirt road with maybe six houses back there. Wow. And mm. they finished filming. It's all wrapped. Um, they said it should be out by um, beginning of next year. And this is M. Night Shyamalan? Yep. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen the yeah, last couple of his, but he's so good. I, yeah, uh, I mean, I just so nice. Yeah. They, they were. He was went to the Wawa down the street and chatted with everybody and took pictures. And, oh wow! Yeah, he, he was, yeah. And even some of the state police were who were the bodyguards, uh, security. Wow. They okay. Even, you know, they thanked, yeah. thanked him for you know the long hours and everything, and he was very appreciative. Well, he always does stuff in the area. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like he, like Signs was filmed about ten minutes from me. So it's pretty cool. I actually just saw um, Nope this past weekend, which is pretty funny. It's a great movie. Just weird. Who's in that? That's uh, that's the the uh, Jordan Peele movie. Like he did like Get Out and um, Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of like M Night Shyamalan, you know. He's got like weird movies, and he's got like the one actor I forget his name, but he always like his eyes always look so tired. And he just kind of stares forward like he's so fed up with everything all the time that it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one's called Nope. And it's like every time the alien touched down, he, like, turns around, he's like, nope, and, like, walks away. It <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That was> funny. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya is the guy's name that, that's in this. But it was a very good movie, for sure. Definitely recommend it. So... <laughs> Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's every, go. Every every yeah. night, every M Night Shyamalan movie has like a story. I mean, so, a hidden meaning. Yeah. Or something like that. I was like, yeah, sure. Knock in the woods. Yeah, death. Okay. I mean, the only one of his I didn't really care for was The Village. And that was just because, like, I felt like they did the reveal about halfway through and it kind of, like, ruined the suspense. If they had, like, oh, okay. played it outright, I think they could have, like, just made it a lot better, you know? I, I didn't understand that, but, you know, it's all good. He's the, That's why he's making movies and I'm on Blog Talk Radio talking to <laughs> talking to Anthony. What's going on, Anthony? How you doing, brother? What's up? How you What's doing? up, brother? And How you doing, doing homie? Stro, and gotta get a shout Kathy. out to Stro, the maestro, and Kathy. Listen to yep. these guys for a while. The Holy um, Trinity, they call it. I don't know. 
I was off today. I was listening earlier when you had Malcolm on. He's always a wild man. Is he in Florida now? <laughs> you know, yeah, you know that's his last name too, Wildman. Oh wow! <laughs> Let me tell you something. Like more. his literal name is Malcolm Wildman. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I never knew that. I just thought it was like a, I thought it was like a nickname or something. No, no, no. He used to uh he used to have this whole wild. intro, I'll have to find it. Yeah, I know. I've been listening to him every with you guys when Bruce and uh Wrestling mm-hmm. Marks and everyone else and all that. I got you. Um Yeah. Uh I mean I've been listening to you guys for a little while now. Probably I don't know what time you guys started, but it's been a while now. I guess about an hour ago we started. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I I started listening probably about quarter after or so. So almost an hour I guess. Um, I got you. That's cool. Yeah, I had a pretty busy weekend. Okay. You didn't well, retire from your well, job, did you? Nope. I'm actually no, me today neither. and actually. Today was a good day because I was off and I woke up to a nice email. I won a prize from uh, the local Wichita. Uh, the it's minor league hockey, and it's called the Wichita Thunder. And I entered the contest last week, and I got an email. Talked to the diary. I'm hoping to get the Wichita next month for the VIP arena hockey experience which is like the backstage-type deal, how they get prepared for hockey games. It's like going okay. behind the scenes of things. And then I won tickets for the season opener in October, so I won second the second-place prize. So I guess I didn't win the grand prize or whatever. The I, grand Pumba, the as they say. Place. I don't know. That's like pretty wild that the place is called stuff. Wichita or Wichita. What's, it, what's the place called? Wichita? Which Wichita, Wichita, Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Wichita. Wichita. It's the arena I went to Monday Night Raw back in June. It's the same arena. I've been backstage before for Winter Jam years back. Okay. And I got to go I thought you were saying Wichita. Down through the, no, Wichita. Like Wichita Falls, Texas. There's a Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. And they got like a hockey team, but it's like Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I've been to a couple games. It's pretty fun. I mean, it's not like, not as good as NHL, but it's still fun as no Yeah. But, uh, I was kind of shocked because I was like half awake when I first woke up and I saw <laughs> my phone a notification for the email. Yeah. And I opened it up and I was like, uh, is this real? That's pretty cool. Won? That's awesome. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I never oh, win anything. Yeah. The only thing I ever win is an uh, audit. Well, actually, a couple of years ago, back in 2018, no, I, never did an audit. I went and met Dean. I went and met Dean King you met- at a Comic-Con called Smallville Con, and I won a Star Wars helmet because the guy was doing a drawing because I took a picture by his banner. He makes custom okay. sports themes of the Stormtrooper helmets, and I won a Kansas City Chiefs helmet. See, and, I don't like that. I, mean, I would wear the thing. Kansas City Chiefs helmet everywhere. Well, it's not like a normal football helmet. It was like a Stormtrooper helmet. 
like the Stormtrooper from okay. Star Wars. Yeah. You know, so I have a, um, a lot of... yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. I have I mean, a uh, Philadelphia I'm Eagles Luchador mask. Oh, okay. Well, this guy. I'm going to wear it for the first cold post- game that I go to. Well, this guy, uh, this guy that I won the Stormtrooper helmet from a few years back when yeah. I went to the Comic-Con in Kansas. It was when they had Dean Kane and one lady that played in Austin Powers for a Dr. Evil team or whatever. I met her okay. too, but Dean Kane was pretty cool. But the Stormtrooper helmet, the guy, I haven't seen him post nothing for a long time, so I don't know what he still does it. I know when I went to go mm-hmm. pick it up on the way to a preseason Chiefs game that time, I had to meet him in Wichita where he worked at at a school. So, I don't know if he still does it. Would you just, like, go up and knock on the school door? No, I had sent him messages to meet him because I was picking it up. Uh, So, he met you outside. Yeah, in the parking lot because he had it ready for me because he was going to mail it or something like that. But he did a drawing Mm -hmm. on his live video on Instagram because that's what I entered it on. And he freaking, I don't know. I had to meet up with him, so I was on my way to Kansas City to go to a Chiefs game or whatever, and he had it ready, so. That is but, exciting. Uh, That's really exciting. Yeah. But I was surprised I won the, these hockey tickets for the open season game because mm-hmm. back in April I went to the final mm-hmm. game of the season or whatever. I mean, they lost, but it was fun, so. I mean, they won a few years ago when I went on my birthday. But, but I know you guys. That's cool. Been talking about wrestling, what's been going on. But yeah. Sunday, I, Sunday I went to Wichita, went to that local, well, that guy that comes up every few months has shows. He's from Oklahoma. Uh, he had a few cancellations, mm-hmm. like Ted DiBiase wasn't there, Jacob Fatu, Richard Holiday, and a couple, like, local people that was advertised wasn't there because I'm pretty much guessing because of COVID. Unfortunately, because I was looking for the Jacob Fatu versus the guy that was supposed to face Jacob Fatu in the cage match, so they had to switch a lot around. But the show was still pretty awesome, like it always is. Cool. The promoter always put. Did you tell Richard Holiday I said hi? Yeah, he wasn't there. He was one of the ones. Oh, I think he said he was. Yeah, he was advertised. He was advertised, but there was a cancellation because of. He took a holiday. Yeah, I guess. Took a holiday. Holiday room. Okay. Yeah. But uh I've been watching. I've been watching. <laughs> I haven't finished watching all because I had to work last night late. But uh, Are you didn't finish Raw? No, I haven't. Yeah. I've been a pretty busy person. You know what's funny? And Roman Reigns had that comment about uh, theory. Like he said, you know, your daddy's not here anymore, but. Basically, the the build up yeah. was like you know I'll, I'll you um, know I'll be you know step up to me and I'll be your new daddy and I I thought it was funny because I watched the whole thing and I thought he was oh, talking was about funny. Johnny Gargano, I I thought he was talking about Johnny Gargano <laughs> I totally forgot about Vince McMahon that quickly, uh, yeah because uh theory well awesome theory theory whatever you know they call theory now but yeah because when him and Vince were so close back at WrestleMania. When theory yeah, I picked up on that later. Your favorite person, Pat McAfee, or whatever. But, uh, 
later on during that promo the after the brawl between Logan Paul and Miz, which was something different they haven't done for a while. The way they opened up Raw, you could already tell Triple H with Vince retiring. There's gonna be a lot Really, of I thought it sounded the same. Yeah. I don't know. I heard from some people that actually watched the whole show that um probably give it some weeks time Brawl might actually be worth watching. Now Triple H and Vince stepping down looks like Triple H. I guess uh back in two thousand eleven CM Punk was right. This company's gonna be ran by or his daughter and his doofus son in law. Except for Triple H uh-huh. maybe he's a little bit smarter than what people think. Or what corner what CM Punk thinks. But that's another story. But, I don't uh, really care what CM Punk thinks, but I I don't know. I think it's going to take a long time. I don't think things are just going to change. Well, you know? yeah, it's going to take time. Just because there's a different owner. Time, but I don't know that things are ever going to but, change. I mean, they're kind of built into like this formulaic um, way of doing things. I, um, what I think will change is that like the talents will start getting more freedom over time, you know, because yeah. Triple H will be and less of a micromanager. Yeah. But That's the only thing that I think will the, change. Did you see Roman Reigns when he came out because of the Uso Super Kick Theory when he was up on the stage after yeah. that tag match? When it was, yeah. And then uh, Roman Reigns grabbed a briefcase and said, are you sure you know what you want to do? Meaning SummerSlam. And I know they were in Madison Square Gardens, but did you, I don't know if you DVR'd it or not, but if you look, listen back to the crowd, there was some mention, I heard something in the background when Roman yeah. uh, kind of grabbed the briefcase and it was like going through that by the stage. I don't know, I heard something in the background. I'm not going to say what it is, but... The cat's fighting, I think. It sounds like it's outside my window. Cat fight! Yeah, I bet. Cat fight! Yeah, I think it's cat fight. Um, two chicks. Oh my god, cat fight! Uh, the two chicks that was part of the triple threat on Sunday from the show I went to, they started brawling. Yeah. I thought they were going to make a match. Uh, freaking. Um, I thought they were actually going to make a match because uh, they had all the matches set and then they had to go intermission and then from intermission which it took too long they had to set up the cage and it was the last match or whatever uh-huh. but I thought they were going to have the women I, I guess they're going to wait for the next show which I guess the next show won't be for a while when they come to Wichita because they hit up Texas a lot and stuff and they're over that's all right, he's playing the cat sound. It's not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, one upset puss, Anthony. You were saying about this the man <laughs> What? Hold on, let me turn this oh, cat yeah, out. Let me close the window. I just closed the window. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I, yeah, you, yeah, I caught you. You botched it. You said I got hit the sound. And then he was like, I got to close the window. I heard you. The cat's uh, there, so I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were saying about Vince memories or something like that? Like stuff that's happened? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any favorite Vince memories? Actually, I do. 
because when you're guys are talking about that, when you come back from commercials or the break or whatever, uh-huh. uh, I think it was like 2007 or so. Me and a friend of mine went to Philadelphia, and we were there the night that the DX Triple H and it was around Fourth of July. Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels took it over. They were banned from the arena, so they were outside uh-huh. party and having a barbecue. And they took it over the production truck. And Vince come out and I remember that. his voice. Yeah, I was there for that raw. Shut that up. That was pretty funny. Sorry. A lot of, a lot of memories when they messed with Vince. And then that was DX, though. That wasn't really Vince. So, I would say, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what you're saying about Vince. Like, big memories, like, like just his? Yeah. Or? Well, not like things that he remembers, uh, but like... Things that he was involved in. Um, I would say like the, the time he made Trish Stratus bark like a dog. Yeah, I mean now hearing what the news has been saying lately about everything that's worked out, and I guess I don't. I mean I don't know what your guys' reaction was. I've seen certain reactions about Vince announcing his retirement, but I wasn't too shocked about it because I kind of see it coming. One way or another, uh-huh. and I just, I just, I kind of think coming. I was surprised this fast because I got a feeling come soon within the next month, the Wall Street Journal is going to break some more news like they have been. Because yeah, but I just have this funny it's okay. Like now that I he's think, been I removed, he's and I, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if he were still helping out. Behind the scenes, I don't know because I heard Ken Dunn. But there's no official uh, title. Beaver, as Jim Cornette would call him, the Buckcoot Beaver. Uh, Kevin Dunn might be on his way out next. Uh, we'll see. Kevin Dunn. We'll uh, see. I've been hearing guy. for two years how Disney's going to buy them, so I I don't know. I I'll believe it when I see it. I don't know with Triple H and then Stephanie and then Tony Khan handling the business shit. Um. Or not Tony Khan, Nick Khan. I just like kind of like when Stephanie. I didn't catch all of SmackDown because I had to work that night too. But I watched a majority of it. But I saw what Stephanie uh-huh. made a new error. Uh, I, I just give it time and we'll see how much changes. That's all I gotta say. Because they're supposed to supposedly switch to TV 14 come SummerSlam. And then what we'll I want to hear is we'll see. <laughs> on Monday Night Raw, make SummerSlam, make SummerSlam feel like the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania with a live crowd, and do some like big surprises and kind of like that kind of feel. But I just want to hear, ladies and gentlemen, the new undisputed champion Theory, and have Paul Heyman introduce Theory as the new champion come when SummerSlam ends. Maybe. That's what I want to see. I don't think I it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe. I want I want to see Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Somehow the bloodline gets cocky, and then Jeff Jarrett maybe does something because of him being official for a tag match. I just want to see the bloodline go down faster than a freaking blind man in dodgeball come summer. Now why, okay, and i, I got to let you go in a second, Anthony, but... Why would you want the best thing going in WWE to go down? Well, then Roman needs to split the titles back. 
bottom line. That's what's hurting the Raw. Oh, wow. He showed up not at the Square Garden last night for Monday Night Raw. What did he freaking do? When was WrestleMania? Beginning of April. He's barely on SmackDown. He barely defends the title. He's missed uh, premium live events. People come to pay to see a champion defend their title. He makes rare appearances. I think it's just a matter of time when he drops the title. His butt's going to Hollywood. Because I think he's working his way. I mean, he came from SCW with the Shield to WWE. And that's been since, what, 2000? You figure WrestleMania 29 was their first WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. They debuted Mm -hmm. the Survivor Mm -hmm. Series 2012. So you're looking at 10 years now. So... I it's a, listen, it's a, Mr. It's, listen, it's it's a fair complaint that he's never on TV. Um, I don't think it's as bad as you say, but I think that in this case, kind of like Brock Lesnar, when he comes on, it makes it feel more important, you know? And he's actually, when his I, music I, hits, I, he's one of the people that I get most excited for yeah. for just that reason. And I noticed, I noticed certain cities are in fans cheering some on Bill Moore and the whole cheering yeah. for him doesn't really help matters because he's supposed to be playing off as a heel or whatever, well, bad guy, whatever you want to call it. You can't control what the fans but are going to do. And come this Vince Saturday, tried to and it didn't work. Triple H is smarter. Come this, well, I can tell you a couple of mistakes they made over the years. But come this Saturday at SummerSlam, um, I will say that this would be like the two years when he came back, when he steered, uh, I think it was, who the heck was it? Um, Fiend and Sherman, then they had the rematch at Payback that year, and all that, when he came back and returned going to Thunderdome era. Um, besides that, uh, I just feel that he's on his way out when he does drop titles. He's going to mm-hmm. Hollywood. He might honestly be there for WrestleMania next year. And if they do somehow manage to plan it out, they don't need to be for the title between Bridget and Rock. That match is marquee within itself. But Roman, one of the mistakes they made, but this is the final chapter between, because they keep on mentioning so. the Furman videos. Well, it's the final chapter between Brock and Roman, but. Oh, no, I thought you meant this call. Gotcha. The the mistake they made years ago was WrestleMania 30 having Brock Lesnar defeat The Undertaker and breaking the streak. If they were going to have Roman, like how they had Roman beat Taker at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, they should have saved it yeah. for Roman to break the streak, not someone like Brock Lesnar, just because he could beat. Every time you, I, I feel every time you say Roman, I, I think you're saying Vermin. Oh, no, Roman. Like Roman Noodles. Like, fuck. Like, no, Vermin. Uh, like Vermin Reigns. Yeah, well, Roman. 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 I Roman. Him, I mean, he calls himself the Tribal Chief. I call him the Tribal Chump. But... Alright, man. I got you. I got you. But, so, like I hope I said, you enjoy SummerSlam. I will have to watch it when I get off work because, like I said, I'm going to be a busy person. So mm-hmm. sometimes work night shifts, and I'm working night shift on Saturday, so I'm going to stay off 
Facebook and all that crap. Uh, after I get off work at night and watch it. Sounds so like I a don't plan, man. Spoilers. But um, I work tomorrow, so I gotta go to bed. Too. I gotta get up very early. But yeah, you probably um, should go to bed. I, well, when I go to work tomorrow, I'll find out for sure. Even though I pretty much got it, I'm getting a promotion. I'm gonna be the kitchen, like they call it, the kitchen. Uh, leader, manager, or whatever. So, what do you do for a living? and all that. I work at a gas station, like truck stop, but we had a kitchen. Oh. And we had food and all that. Kind of like wall farms. You'd be like making the pizza or whatever? Small pizza, burgers, other types of foods that we sell. But I got approached a while back when we lost one kitchen manager. No, no tacos. Like, we have certain kinds of fried foods or whatever. But I'm basically... Fried chicken? I basically died. I'm pretty sure. No, no chicken. Well, no fried you chicken. Make, we got chicken tenders. You make hamburgers? We got grilled chicken. Yep. Hamburger, cheeseburger, bacon burger. Hot pizza. dogs? Yeah. Hot dogs? No hot dogs. No, no hot, dogs. hot dogs. Do you have but candy? Our pizza... Yeah, and the candy, huh? We got beer, we got cigarettes, we got Gatorades, we got drinks, we got chips, all that good stuff. You guys it's have the hash? like the Wawa, kind of. No, no hash. <laughs> oh, one quick thing before you let me go. Uh, what okay. was funny Sunday, and I took, I took video of it. This one wrestler yeah. going intermission when they were setting up the cage, because the cage was the main event. And it took that forever mm-hmm. to set the cage up. I had... A few years back, the promoter, the guy who runs the shows, I had him at the Christmas show they did the one year during, before the show started. I had him give me a chop. And uh, this past Sunday, I saw that. Wrestlers, oh. I saw that. You got chopped. Oh, did you? Yeah, I yeah, saw that, that guy, that ball, that, that ball-headed guy. Yeah, he uh, his chop, he was trying to get me to do it without the shirt or whatever, but... He didn't want the shirt because it was a pretty thin shirt. The boss mm-hmm. guy that runs the shows, when I had him do it a few years ago, he had a lot more power to him because I was going to have Fox Two do it, but he didn't show up in the show. It's just a little thing. I, I, some of the shows I see this one guy do it, and he gets a wrestler to chop him because back in February, I saw Charlie Hawes for the first time in many years. That He was at the show. And we, we got to talking that's, about uh, his I, brother, Jim Ketner, and other stuff. But, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool, yeah. man. Yeah, you it were telling nice me about that Hodge. last week. Cool. Yeah, it was nice cool. And it was nice to talk to you, man. This, this has been a lot of fun. You too. Even though... All right. Take care. Uh, uh, Get up early. Before, before you let me go, uh, I just want to say bye to Maestro, the Stroh. Uh, he's a class, oh, so. hey, good talk. Yeah, good to hear from you. Oh, no, yeah, no problem. Even though I was talking to Brady. All right, yep, I'll probably call him if I'm not working. <laughs> Bye-bye. Talking to me. Talking to me. <laughs> I gotta, I've been, I you know, I literally have been on, like, eHarmony dates 
where the girl talked at me like that. And I just would throw in <laughs> occasional noises and sound effects. But I no, I I, I, I love it when he calls in. I do. I really do. Because, uh, you know, you get that perspective, you know, and that's always a good thing. Let's yeah. uh, let's go to Virginia. i got to get through the callers now because we're starting to run out of time. Let's go to uh, Steve in Virginia, who's been hanging for a little while. What's going on, dude? How are you doing, brother? Doing all right. Just uh, listening to some cat sounds with uh, occasional people talking. Um, <laughs> I had a, had a fun hunt. It didn't chase you uh, away either. <laughs> Had a fun Sunday. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you saw the pick I sent you. Uh, I don't think so. I've been bad yeah, with Messenger. Me and uh, Justin took a picture. and yeah, yeah, you saw it. I did? Yeah. Oh, I'm just seeing it now. Wow. Okay. He's a little guy. Or you're really big. I'm really big and he's really scrawny, but I thought he was tall. Big, so. Well, I'm like that's funny. Over six foot three. So. Okay, he's probably like more my height. It looks like, like I'm like five ten, five no five nine, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. I was out there and like we were out there. I didn't see that picture. Weather. Oh, okay. I just assumed you did because it, it shows you that you read, you know, when someone reads it or sees it. Oh. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't really. I don't know. I went to a show, independent show, Sunday, and told Justin, I was like, this gonna, I gotta, I gotta like, pop Brady. Let's take a picture right now. And, like, he was taking Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. I was always curious. I, I'm always fascinated when all the listeners meet each other because I don't really. I only well, see Rat Boy uh, usually. It's because Trail used to work in Richmond years ago, and like we, I thought I met Trail, and then um, Justin used to do the same shows. I got you. Yeah, and then, um, that's cool. I was in uh, Hopewell doing Ring Crew, and like. Hundred degree weather. It was, it was so hot, and like I was surprised that we're we're outside of a bar doing a show, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the bar owner he was dressed up in like face paint, and he had like a whole sting gimmick on, and I was surprised he was outside Justin? wearing that. Like, no, not Justin. Justin uh, the, oh. the bar owner. <laughs> I got excited. I was gonna I was gonna call strike on Justin's thing. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> like the guy that owned the bar was like in full sting gimmick, and he was like on the rooftop shooting fireworks up, and he was like, okay. he was dressed as Sting, and then he takes the mask off, rips the shirt off, and like revealed his like alter ego, like gladiator. It was funny. I was the only one like who knew what he was doing because I saw him before the show, and but um, well, you shouldn't drink and shoot yeah. fireworks. Well, I mean... Find yourself just like Sting. That's true. But, um... <laughs> overall, it was, a, it was a fun show. Despite the heat. I was there to 
helped start up and take down like afterwards. And, yeah. yeah. It was mostly independent local talent, like Virginia and Maryland talent. And then um, I'm like, go to the next one in August. And then um, a lot of the same people that Cheryl would have seen before, probably. Mm-hmm. Like uh, mm-hmm. one of the, one of Cheryl's former opponents, uh, Corey Bush, is him again in Maryland. So, um, yeah, so that's that was fun. Like seeing old and new friends. Like I saw one of Cheryl's friends, uh, LA Saints, there too, was working on a tag team match. So that was nice. Like okay. uh, some of my uh, some of my uh, podcast interview guests, like I've met them through the podcast mm-hmm. first, and then I was able to see them in person this weekend. Mhm. That's cool. Um, you were talking about Vince's uh, memories. I gotta go Survivor Series 2003. Undertaker, WrestleMania, very last match. Like I used to watch that on DVD. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a, Vince was very bloodied up in that match, and uh, mm-hmm. Kane Kane like cost the Undertaker the match and. That Vince the win because Kane beating up Undertaker and then set up the WrestleMania 04 match. Okay. And um, uh, WrestleMania 19, I used to watch that too. And uh, Vince versus Hogan. When Hogan, uh, if he lost, he had to retire. And they were competing at the time. Uh, that was a pretty good hardcore match, street fight match. And I love when Roddy Piper. Ran, ran in and like was attacked Hogan and got some heat there and attacked Hogan with the pipe and then um the the just the shot of Vince like all bloodied up smiling like uh had like a devilish smile like that was like one of the best camera shots I think in wrestling and then um yeah Raven he told Chris Jericho on a podcast, but that was the best match of the night was like Van Hogan and that Jericho <laughs> Michaels. I thought, I thought that was right. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't think that's true well, either, but I think that's interesting. I guess it definitely told a story, think, so. Exactly. That's what I was going with storytelling. Yeah. Like, for my money, the best Vince McMahon with the WrestleMania was, uh, the Shawn Michaels one when he was in the trash can and Shawn dropped the elbow from the top of the ladder, you know? I liked when, uh, also I think it, I think it was the same night. It was like King versus Shane McMahon, I believe. Or it was either that night or a different degree that year, but, um, I was, even though it was kind of ridiculous with the whole electrocution angle, but, just like Kane beating up the McMahons was great. Uh, when he like gave like a tombstone to Linda and like beating up Shane in that ambulance match, like those three Kane is so good. But um I wanted to at least mention this too. And then um Undertaker is one of my favorite characters of all time, so uh, I'm very mixed about this, given the creative direction of WWE, but Undertaker is one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters of the time, so Vince was the guy who created that. And then, um, uh, did you, 
I didn't see the whole show, but did you see any of uh, Ring of Honor, Death Before His Honor recently? Uh, you know, I, I actually didn't. I had people that were backstage, like, sending me stuff, but I didn't actually watch the show yet. So, I, I'm going to. I just haven't caught up. Yeah, I like... Actually, my buddy Joey Ace, he was one of Dalton Castle's, uh... <laughs> men with the fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one of those pretty boys. funny. Yep. Um, I like that Claudia won. I was kind of surprised they opened, but given the Briscoes, FDR, like, I, I didn't see the end of that one. I, I assume I know who wins, but I, I didn't watch the whole show yet. But um, I think uh, I think it was the right body to win, and I heard the whole drama about Gresham. I mm-hmm. kind of agree. Match has been longer. I think it was a good match, but I think those two could have at least one match that they wanted. Um, but I think Claudio is the guy to go with. Uh, for so long, he was never given a lot of top guy opportunity in WWE, so I was really glad to see him win, and also because I'm a, I'm a William Regal fan, so glad for both of them. It, it's, uh, it's a shame that Gresham is rumored to be retiring. Uh, I don't think he's going to retire. I just think it'll probably take a break. Yeah, I don't think he's going to retire either. Although the window got a lot smaller for places that he can go if he wants to, like, actually have a presence on television, you know? I mean, that's kind of... You kind of have, like, the big two companies and, like... I don't necessarily see him jump into WWE, although with Triple H in charge again, maybe, maybe that could start to happen. But uh, you know, you're, you're knocking out AEW and Ring of Honor. I mean, what's left? MLW, you know, New Japan, I guess. It doesn't give you a whole lot yeah. of options. Yeah, I think. So, uh, that's a shame. I think he's. I think he's fit the junior division if he does go there, but also. Uh, I know Pro Wrestling Noah is probably not, like, the most lucrative place, probably, but I think they would take him uh, like they took yeah. uh, Timothy Thatcher. I think yeah. he'd fit in with that product, too. Yeah, I could um, see that. I could see that. Or or uh, the other one is Impact, just because they do still have a presence, yeah, yeah. and they don't seem shy about signing people, so. Oh, for sure. That's that's the comment I see is Impact, but um, yeah, I'd like to see in Japan at some point too because Impact will probably let him work both because they seem to have yeah. some relationship with New Japan um, yeah they do they do yeah so that's uh, a lot, interesting a lot going on yeah yeah for sure for sure hey Steve thanks for the call man it's uh, very informative as always yep well I could catch it and uh, I'll let you know what else is going on with me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And sorry it took so long to get you on, but it was good to have you. Yep. Have a good night. Talk to you. Bye-bye. Oh, there you go, Stro. That was yeah. cute. He, uh, <laughs> he's kind of like Malcolm. Like, I know I can hand him the ball and, like, 
he's gonna, yeah, not like this guy. What's going on, Rat Boy? Oh yeah! Look, you just jump into my arm, Brady Hicks. Oh yeah! What's up, Brady? Let's do the Rat Boy roast bumper. I'm a big fan of that. Hold on. There you go. Voice of Choice Nation for the worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 Well, number one thing, okay? Hey, it's a attitude error. It's no count out. And, and Rad Boy and I are going to go have a, a second cocktail. What do you say, Rad Boy? Worldwide. Rad Boy is Val. I'm not even going to touch that. I bet you there's going to be, there's gonna be some missing Velveeta slices somewhere here in this hotel. You know what, Rad Boy? You're asking for it, and I'm going to give it to you. I took it at the man. Come on now. Four different ways. I got five different ways, and you only got four. Rad Boy follows Paul Bear around. Here he is again. I have a special urn uh, for him. <laughs> Again, it's a part of the like comedic relief. Keep listening, monkeys, or you will feel the pain. <laughs> oh wow! You still got it, huh? Oh, I still got it, brother. You still got it. How's the new day? That's right. I tell you what, I'm living large now, brother. Yeah, I'm in a nice. I'm a nice. In a peaceful phase, security all over the building. Nobody can't touch this guy no more. That's Who's great. That way? Yeah. Nice. That's great. The people, the people I'm very are happy nice for you. And all, you know? Yeah. That's fantastic, man. You deserve that. The area I where know. you were before I... wasn't the best, so. Right now, 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 now I'm with the best. Now, now could you bring um, I'm right down the street in the Capitol building. Okay, very cool. So you're like downtown. Yeah. Now can you uh, do we, were you able to bring you still have a cat, right? I I know you lost the one. Yeah, yeah, I got the I got the cat with me. Coco. Okay. Coco, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, the orange one I still got, the the, the gray the cat one and the rat. passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Cat and the rat. It's a shame, you know. The day that I got the key. It is a shame. Yeah, the day when I got the key, the day I had to put it to sleep. Yeah. You know? So I want to talk yeah. about my predictions of SummerSlam. You don't want to talk about Vince McMahon? Well, it is. I've been reading a lot of stories, and McMahon, forget McMahon, okay? He, he's done it over where he's retired. Leave the man, man alone. Let him rest in peace. Old news. All right. <laughs> All right, the prediction is, okay? SummerSlam predictions. Yeah. That's what everyone Liz wants to hear. Liz Morgan is going to be, still be your Liz champion Morgan. for SmackDown. I think so, too. I do. Um, I think somebody will interfere... And uh, right, Ronda you know who's going to interfere? You want me to tell you who's going to interfere that match? Probably Char. Nikki Cross and, and um, 
What, what's her name? Uh, the other one. Dewdrop. Yeah, Mrs. Dewdrop. You know, they're going to interfere. Okay. okay. All right. Mm. And and I can see. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> and weeks to come, you're going to see Alexa Bliss and Oscar be a tag team. Yeah. Okay. And what's going to happen yeah. is that during SummerSlam, you might see <laughs> Sasha Banks and Naomi Sorry. because they're coming back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dry heaving. <laughs> And, you know, Roman Reigns is going to keep the belt, you know, like always. Yeah. yeah. Austin Theory is going to lose that briefcase when he try to cash it in. He's going to lose it this weekend. I don't think he's going to lose it. I don't think he's going to try and cash in. And I, and he's going to come out and look at him. I think the are going to win it. I do, too. Uh, huh? I do, too. This is like their last run together. Yeah. Yep, I think so. I, I think the Street Fighter's going to do it, though, for some reason. I do, too. And, and, and in and a year? I was on, on the beach. I, I heard that he was hanging out on the beach too much. Uh, way too much, thank you, yeah. I was going to say in a year, Montez Ford will be an intercontinental guy. Um, yeah, no, the beach was nice. Thank you. Yeah, and, uh... Thank you. And you think, uh... Doug Ziggler and... AJ Styles will be a tag team now? I hope not. I don't think so. You never know. You just I don't think so. Just gotta turn in the WWE think, think so. role and find out. Yeah. They'll leave us in some Yeah, I'm in the car right now because I just left the bin. I'm in the car with my mom, going back to her house tonight to sleep over there. Oh, okay. Okay. I want you to come on by once in a while, man. Come to Jersey. (laughs) All right, brother. We'll see what we can do. When you come to Jersey, I'm very busy, man. I've only got I've only got I've only got two more months where I can sneak around, and then and then I'm I'm trapped. Oh, man. Trapped forever. She actually just bought a cage the other day that she's going to keep me in at night, so. Oh, man. Tell tell, her to come over to New Jersey and catch me and put me in a cage. Uh, (laughs) A a whole bit better than that shark cage they used on AEW Dynamite last week. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, I'd imagine. Oh, I heard something. Might as well be a laundry basket. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody told me that uh, Virgil has cancer. Yeah, yeah, we Somebody were talking about that. that last week. He's still doing appearances, though, so it's okay. Yeah, I know. Hopefully he'll be okay. Yeah. Hopefully but, but, he'll be okay. Wrong, but the building that I'm in, that I'm in, have it, have it, the tenants there are restaurant fans. I'm going to do a big oh, uh, SummerSlam party this weekend. Downstairs okay. in the community room there. Yeah, you'd be able to watch it with everybody, and you won't have to pay for it. That's perfect. Yeah, you know, the, actually, it's on Peacock, and you get it for free anyway. Oh, because of the cable? Yeah. Okay, there you go. 
That's great, man. Listen, Ratboy, yeah. uh, we're going to let you go just because we're almost out of time, and I'm fading very Okay, quickly. and I catch everybody Bye. next week at the same time, same rap channel, same rap real nation. Love you, brother. I just put it that way. With Brady Hicks in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and good night, Joe. Like... <laughs> All right. There we go. Good night, Billy Bob. Good night, Mama Jean. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm. All right, Stu. Yeah, no, I, I'm about zonked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of callers for tonight. Well, a lot of uh, focus on a couple callers, but it was really nice. It was a good night. And uh, yes. certainly lots to look forward to. We didn't even talk SummerSlam this weekend just because of the Vince McMahon stuff. But you know mm. what? SummerSlam doesn't feel like it used to anyway, you know, and I'm I'm hoping that with the new bosses in charge, they'll start to make some of these shows feel more important like they used to. So hopefully that's the case. But uh, anyway, did you have any kind of closing thoughts before we get out of here? Oh, that was always a great time, man. Highlight of the week for me. So, yeah. Yeah, me Good too. Good times. Me too. Me too, for sure. All right. So uh, let's let's have it. Uh, what do you got going on? Uh, with WCB Retro Thursday night. Uh, talk about Robinson Rich Rude. Friday night, uh, Throne Zone featuring the Boons on my Facebook page. And uh, Saturday, NC Film Festival and WCEW Wrestling in Rocket in Carolina. So, yeah. Happy time. That's great. Fantastic. Stro, thank you so much for the time tonight, and thank you to all you guys for listening to In the Room this week. Be sure to check out VOCNation.com for great content uh, most days of the week, so be sure to check us out, VOCNation.com, as well as on our favorite podcast providers as well. Be on the lookout for WCW Retro this Thursday, talking about Ravishing Rick Rude, and I believe a new Bumps and Thumps this weekend as well, so... Lots of great stuff coming up, VOCNation.com. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. From my end, ECWA comes back in about, well, about two weeks, so ten days, whatever it is, with the Women's Super 8 Tournament in Paulsboro, New Jersey. That's August 6th. It's a matinee show, I believe. It's uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. We're going to try and get a guest or two on before the show, but... We're rapidly running out of time here, and I just, I've been so busy, I haven't had a chance to kind of reach out, but I'm going to try to this week, so. Uh, also was talking to uh, Dirty Ernie Osiris from uh, from the Embassy in Ring of Honor. <laughs> He's got some exciting stuff coming up in the fall as well, him and uh, Prince Nana, so if you saw Death Before Dishonor, you saw Prince Nana come back, and uh, lots of exciting stuff on their end, so we'll be talking with them real soon as well, I believe. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Everybody be good to each other. Take care. Love you all very much. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.